What's up, everybody? James here with James Gourmet Pies. And this is Troy Woods with Prototype Unknown. And thank you guys for joining the way to the top. Where it's actually about not reaching the top of the mountain, but it's about the top reaching the process to the top of the mountain. So thank you for joining us today. This is a safe place to have a conversation, to be vulnerable, and for us to share today. So thank you yeah. for being here. Awesome. And um, speaking of which, today we are going into the Great Awakening. Um, and this is that time frame. Um, and me and your story are very similar. Um, that this is the time frame where you go from the previous thinking and the previous way of looking at things into the new way of looking at things. You know, uh, there, there's a shift. There's a transition. There is a, a, a totally different outcome or outlook, I should say, on life once you have this great awakening. Um, and it took bro- both of us to be at our breaking point, our lowest point where, you know, we were ready to um, do something that w- would have stopped us from becoming who we are or who we're growing into today and in the future. Um, and I think once you have that, that, that awakening, you can, for one, never go back. You just can't. You, you try, but... You can't. You don't fit in. The same. The, the the people you used to hang out with doesn't have that same effect like it used to. The, your outlook on life isn't the same. You can't undo what you've seen already. So you're not. It, it takes fear out of things, right? I, I would say that you're not as fearful to live life as you was before. Um, you feel like your brain is firing on all cylinders now. It's not like you're just sleepwalking. I felt like before my great awakening, my personal opinion, again, I felt like I was sleepwalking. I wasn't aware or awake as uh, to life as I am now. Right. Would you say the same with your great awakening? It, it is like you're talking like truth. Once it's shown to you can't be unlearned. Yeah. There is no going back. The only difference is you now know you're suffering and you're choosing to do it right. willingly. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was very similar to me. And this just keep an open mind during this conversation, guys. This is not something very many people talk about. Yeah. And is different from what people think. OK, when we talk about being aware um, this great shift that happens in your life. And so our stories were very, very similar. And before we dive in this topic, I want to just share a story before we dive into yeah, this conversation. Sure. So there's two group of kids. They're both around the ages of eight to ten. One group of kids is from the western part of the world. Mm-hmm. The other group of eight to ten year olds are from the eastern part of the world. They were both asked a question. And so the eight to ten year olds from the western part of the world were asked where God is. And they pointed up and say, God is up there. The same question was asked to the other group of eight to 10 year olds from the Easter part of the world. Where is God? And they point it inside of here, inside of me. And so it, your perception changes of where you are actually coming from, mm-hmm. where your awareness is coming from this perception of how you see the world and the things around you, how you see yourself. Mm -hmm. And when you have that shift, it's almost as if 
your heart beats, it begins to beat different. Mm-hmm. You begin to see the world in a whole other way. Like, like the colors change. Um, that sounds very cliche, but something magical and profound happens in you that you really can't explain in words because there aren't words that can explain it. Yeah. Um, so when, when we both had ours, right, um, it took us to have a near-death experience. Um, and a lot of people that have near-death experiences, um, they're awakened, right? Um, we had a guest on here about three, four weeks ago. If you tuned in live, shout out to you. Unfortunately, we didn't get it recorded, but he was explaining his COVID-19 experience, which led to double pneumonia, and he had a death, near-death experience. Right. And then, you know, you, you could the YouTube is full of videos of people that have a near death experience. And then after that, they have their awakening. Right. Like, OK, for one, our next breath isn't guaranteed to us. For two, I've been taking this thing called life for granted. Right. Um, and and that's where we had our great awakening is we, we were at our lowest point um, where it, the pressure just seen so much to us that we didn't want to move forward with life, right? We took it for granted. Um, but in that deep, dark moment, um, and what, make me, what makes me want to talk about this today, um, shout out to everybody in Utah that was able to read my article uh, that was put out from um, the Deseret News. Um, and it, it just explained my deepest, darkest moment, right? Um, my change, my shift, um, and, and when I was uh, suicidal with my mind state. Um, but what, what happened when, when I was in that dark area and I was at, in my living room or dining area, I'm sitting at my table, all the lights are shut off, eviction notice. Um, I'm just in this deep, dark area in my life. And I was ready to take my life, and I wasn't thinking about my kids. I wasn't thinking about my mom. I wasn't thinking about what I could be. All I was thinking about is, man, I'm sitting here in the dark with the eviction notice. Um, and then once, once I got to that point, and for me, I said a prayer, and it changed my whole life. Like I was able to hear the higher being, the supreme being, the universe, whatever you want to put, whatever you believe in, you know. Um, I was able to feel that love and security that, okay, now that I got you where I need you, broken down to nothing, now are you going to listen to me or are you going to follow me or are you going to let me guide where I need you, what I need you to be? And it's like that with boot camp. We talked about that last week. Last week they need to break you down and strip you down to nothing, and now I need to mold you where I'm going to be. When you, when you have clay. Right. You have all these ingredients. You need to beat the clay. You need to you need to form it into clay. And then once you have it as a, a ball of clay, now the potter can put it on the wheel and he can mold you to where he needs you to be. That's why, um, we, you know, a lot of in, in religion, we refer to the supreme being as the potter. Right. Because he has to break us down and then he has to mold us to how he needs us need us to be. Right. So uh, when I'm sitting at that table um, and I'm ready to and I'm broken down to nothing and then I'm having this experience with God, that's why I will never, ever, ever, ever 
push religion on to people. Because if you would have told me a few days before then, uh, before my awakening, I, I wouldn't take it as serious as I do now because I had to have that experience in order for it to all click for me, right? Um, so anyway, when I'm sitting at that table and I, and, and I have the eviction notice and I have everything um, shut off of my electricity and all that gas, and then once I have this experience with God and he tells me to go check my mailbox, I have so many checks in there, you know, and, and good-sized checks, too. I mean, this, this isn't a check to, to, to maybe get the lights back on so I can move out, but this is a check where I can pay my back rent and I can pay the, uh, the uh, uh, utilities and get everything turned on. It, it was sizable checks in there. So ever since then, I w- I've never been able to look back. There's no way you can tell me that, you know, the supreme being isn't real because I've been through that situation, you know. Um, and I think that what, what I'm tying that together with what me and you've been through and what all these people on YouTube or someone that you know that had a near-death experience, what changes in our mind is uh, once, you're, once you're not afraid of death, once death can't scare you anymore, you're relentless, you know, you have a new outlook on life. It, it, it can no longer have its foot on your neck. You're not afraid of anything. You're not, you know, like, I've been through it. I've been there. I've been at that, that situation. I'm not afraid anymore. So I think it takes going through that before you to be like, well, what, what else is there besides up? There's no, I literally can't go further down, you know, unless I check out, you know, like I, I literally can only go up from here. And I think that's a necessary part of life. I like your analogy with the potter and God, because the other end of that spectrum is what's inside of the thing being molded, mm-hmm. what's inside that vase, that pot. Yeah. And that's what we work with, mm-hmm. what's inside, not the pot itself or whatever is being made, but what's inside of it. And so, like you were saying, for me, um, my experience was very similar in a way where I had to die to myself. And in that experience, I had to let go. And when I surrendered, like there was nothing left that I was holding on to all the attachments, the distractions, all of that stuff just disappeared. And in that very moment is when I woke up. That's when I felt different. Like this energy, like this enthusiasm Mm -hmm. was, I was filled with it. And I didn't know what it was, what I was supposed to do with it. But that was the first day in my entire life that I actually felt alive. Yeah. And so I want to try something um, to give you guys a, an idea of this thing that we're talking about, awareness. So imagine with me, if you will, and just close your eyes for a minute. And imagine that you're looking through a peephole through a door. Now, when you wake up, you're still looking through that peephole through a door. You know, you may look over at whoever's in your bed or around your room. You get up, you know, you go to the bathroom, you get ready for work, go through the door, but you're still looking through that peephole through the door. And this is what you see all day long. You get in your car, you're still seeing through that peephole through the door. You can't see what's to the left of you. You can't see what's to the right of you. You can't see what's up down, up or down. You only can see through that little lens, through that peephole. And we spend our whole day 
walking around looking through that scope right. of awareness. Yeah. So what happens when you begin to let go of the distractions, when you begin to let go of the ideas of yourself, yeah. when you begin to like yourself when you're by yourself and you begin to start this relationship with yourself, these faculties that we have that we've been given from our higher self, from God, universe, it begins to expand and open up. And so that pea-sized hole that we're looking through begins to turn into a golf ball. That golf ball turns, turns into a softball, to a grapefruit. And as your level of awareness begins to expand, yeah. you can see what the world looks like. Right. And you're not designed to see into the future as far as like looking through the pe- peephole, right? Just being aware, though, of what's going on around you. Um, that, that's, that's very important. But one thing I do definitely want to talk about while we were doing that exercise uh, was brought to me to all my atheists out there that probably don't even believe in a higher power. Um, and I'm not here to convert anybody. But one thing I want you to analyze is we're taught that uh, dimensions are up, down, you know, left, right. But we don't talk about the, the in and out, right? And the in and out is what we believe is the soul. When you can close your eyes, but you can still see visions or hear, you know, um, we have, we, we're, we're, we're different as far as a living being than what an animal or a flower is, right? Um, because we have that thing called the soul. Animals have soul too, but um, we're able to communicate better and we're able to, to do things different. We're created to, in the likeness of someone who is higher than us. In my opinion, I, th- that's just one thing that's always gotten to me is one thing that people can't explain is not just the up, down, left, right, but what about the in and out? You know, when you close your eyes and you can still see visions, what is that inside of you? What is that that's still able to see? Because it's not your body, you know. It's your mind. It's your mind that can see. It's, it's what's built inside of you. But anyway, so after um, the you're not afraid of death, right? Once you, once you leave that on the table, like, okay, I've, I've experienced that. I've already seen that that was an option, and now it's no longer an option. But I'm no longer afraid of it. If it happens now, I've already confronted it. I've already come face to face with it. Um, after that, it's understanding the right next move, right? So for me, when I was at that, that moment, I was, give, I was told to go check my mailbox, and I checked my mailbox, and there was checks there. And this is an, a true story. I promise you. I swear to you, I could not make this up. This is an actual true story. These are facts. I did not want to go check my mail because I understood that there was bills in there and more bills. And I'm like, man, I'm already at my lowest point, and now you want me to go check my mailbox to get more bad news? Like, who else is suing me? I don't want to go do that. But I went and checked, and I'm telling you, it was so many pictures of angels inside of my mailbox and so many checks and I I will never ever ever forget that day that day completely changed my life that was the awakening and that's when I knew that someone is watching over someone's taking care of me someone's going to make sure that I don't fall completely flat on my face and can't get up someone is going to always be there to protect me and that someone is someone that I can't see or you know, talk to or relate with, you know, because they're a spiritual being, but someone is there making sure that things are going to be okay. 
Um, so after, after that awakening, like I said, it was just understanding the right next move, pay these bills off, maybe, you know, cut back on, on, the, on the expense side of things and keep pushing, you know, keep pushing. I shouldn't be in, at this point, I'm in a luxury, you know, hotel or luxury, not hotel, luxury apartments or something like that. And I'm like, it ain't even really worth all this. I could go back down the street and pay a third of what I'm paying and have all that extra money to keep doing what I need to do, you know, and to keep pushing forward. And that's exactly what I did. Um, and you have to learn to seize your opportunity. This is after your awakening. After your awakening, you start to look at things as an opportunity. No, it's not paying right now because you're awake now. So you're not looking at things at how they are, but you're looking at things of what they could be. Right? This, this only happens after the awakening. You know, that's how you know you're awoke after that. You're, you're awakened after that is you, you know when you start looking at situations for what they could be as opposed to what they are. Then you start to know that you're starting to wake up now. Because if you talk to someone who's asleep, money's going to get in the way. Opportunity's going to get in the way. There's so many things that stops them from taking that next move. But when you're you know, awake to the situation, you know that's not what's keeping you from doing what you need to do. This person is still asleep. And I'll still try to talk to some of those people and try to motivate them into moving that situation. But they, ha- they have to be willing themselves to wake up. You know, they have to be willing themselves. I, like I, I talked to, I told y'all last week about, you know, my cousin that wanted to start a, a mobile detailing company. What's getting in the way is ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 for him. Now that I'm awake, I know personally that he could go down to the dollar store and spend 15 bucks and start with one car and get, and if he does a good job, get them on subscription and have them tell somebody and then find another car and two, three cars, you know, like he'll grow it as fast as he wants to because I'm awake now. I can see that. But I, I had to put myself in his situation before my great awakening. If someone was to tell me that. Would I believe it? Would I be like, is that, is that doable? Is that, that's not doable. If, if that was doable, everybody would do it, you know? <laughs> so you, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to just go and do what you need to do and start. You got to start somewhere. You don't have to be great to be started, but you have to start to be great. Does that make sense? It does. And you were right on when you said when you're not afraid of death, um, something does happen. That The fear does it's still there, but it's not like it was before, but it's, you don't see it anymore. And you're actually not afraid to actually go into the unknown place anymore. That's right. You know, and most people come from a place of fear. That's where a lot of the decision making comes from, comes from a fear of something, the lack of something, the insecurity of something. And when you're no longer coming from that place, people look at you like, this guy's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, because you're no longer coming from this place of fear anymore. Right. Because you understand what it means to be alive. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Like the way you see the world and other people, uh, it scares the crap out of people when they see people doing things opposite from them. Well, yeah. Like today, my fear of death would be, darn it. I didn't get to finish what I started. That would be the only thing. You know, of course, I would have regrets of leaving my kids, my mom, and all that. But it would be more of, darn it, I was right there, and I didn't finish what I needed to do. 
by the time, like Oprah said, when I die, I want to make sure I left everything on the table. Like, every, no, nothing's left on the table. Excuse me. I've done everything that I needed to do, you know, twice. <laughs> you know, there, there's nothing else I could have done in this state of being. So now I'm ready for what's next, right? And a lot of people that I talk to are so afraid of death because they haven't lived life. They haven't started their life. You could be 20, 30, 40, 50 years old, but you haven't lived life. All you knew was I need to work until I can retire, but you haven't really lived life. Don't be afraid to live life, people. If, you're, if that's you and you're afraid of death, it's because you're not living. And if you need to start doing what the desires are inside your heart as a part-time thing, start doing it. Don't put it off to tomorrow. Do it today. Start something today. Start doing what you're desired to do. I don't care if it's crochet. I don't care if it's singing. I don't care if it's writing. You know, it's, the grave is full of books that didn't finish getting written or have started to be written. You know, and I've worked in hospice, and I'm telling you, there's so many people there that's like, they're, they're not ready. They're not ready, and the reason why they're not ready is because they haven't started. Life is not guaranteed to you. Please start. I'm begging you. Don't worry about how it's going to work out. That's not your job to figure out how it's going to, how everything is going to come into play. You know, if you, if you knew how everything was going to work out and you were, you say you're a Christian, you know, then what would you need God for? Because you, you got to figure it out. You already, you don't need that faith. So I'm telling you, the, the best thing you can do is have the faith things are going to work out and then start doing whatever you feel is inside of you that you don't need to get paid to do. You, you would do it for free, you know? Let's, let's break it down even more. So the Great Awakening, the topic of our conversation today, what does that look like in this most simplest form? So let's give you the definition of awareness. The, in the simplest form I could give it to you, it is having knowledge of. Having knowledge of. So it's having knowledge of yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's most simple in form, if, if you could get that right, everything else falls in place. Yeah. Your, your shift and the whole idea of how you see the world and yourself changes immediately. You know, and I had to learn this lesson the, the hard way, but it's way easier when I'm to be my better self. Being my lower self is hard. It's hard being unsuccessful. It's, it's hard to keep up that, that level of not feeling good, not having the life you want. Like it's a lot of work, but we become addicted to that. Yeah, we become known to us and it's way harder living that way than it is being your better self. It's way easier living that way. And I promise you, like, uh, it's not cliche, but to be your better self is, is a much easier path than it is living at your lower self. Listen, doing what's easy now will give you a hard life, but doing what's hard right now will give you an easy life. And that, that, that's all I can say about that. Thank you all for joining us. It is always a pleasure. And are you awake? Do you see possibilities? If you don't see them and you're not awake, I promise you, start taking steps. The awakening will happen. Just be patient. Murphy's Law is going to hit you. It hits everybody. 
But if you are not awake yet, keep moving forward. This is James with James Gourmet Pies. You can reach me at www.jamesgourmet.com. Or you can reach me at the Gmail, jamesgourmetpies at gmail.com, at jamesgourmetpies on Facebook and Instagram. LaTroy, how can I get a hold of you? Uh, you can reach me at LinkedIn at LaTroy Woods or Prototype Unknown on Facebook. And again, we gratitude, extend our gratitude to you guys for joining us for today's episode. And the way to the top is never about reaching the top, guys. It's the process. And that's where all the magic happens. There you go. Don't be afraid to live life. 